Hey there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Shady Booth Podcast. I'm your host, Abel, and on today's Shady Booth Podcast, I will be recapping RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 3, Episodes 5 and 6, titled Drag Alexa, and then the infamous Snatch Game. Let's get right into the shadiness. Category is... All right, so let's start off with episode five, which was titled Drag Alexa. Last week, Scarlett got by by the literal skin of her teeth after a very, very poor performance in the pop group challenge, but the double chante for her and Charity didn't keep them from focusing on the negative of being in the bottom. That being said, the lip sync was an opportunity for both of them to prove themselves, and they did just that. The next morning, Rue asked the Queen to pair up for a mini-challenge of RuPaul's dog race. Scarlet attempted to pair with Charity. <laughs> this was so shady, but she brushed Scarlet aside and ran to Scarlet. Kitty Scott Claw's side instead. Scarlet then partnered with Crystal Versace instead. Teresa went with River and Ella with Vanity. In pairs, they crawled like dogs and handlers through an obstacle course to win, quote-unquote, best in show. After all the running around, Rue selected Scarlet and Crystal as the mini-challenge winners. Next up, Rue wanted to see everyone's best, quote-unquote, resting pitch face in this week's Maxi Challenge. In this week's Maxi Challenge, a chance to personalize and promote the new at-home assistant product, Draglexa. As the winners, Crystal and Scarlet became team captains and chose their squads. Scarlet picked Kitty, Teresa, and Ella, while Crystal picked River, Vanity, and then was left with Charity. In the planning stage, Charity noticed that Crystal wasn't properly leading the team, and so she took it upon herself to kind of steer the ship. She was like, girl, I am not about to get chopped because you're not doing what needs to be done. And so Charity definitely took over. Scarlet's team came up with the concept of Drag Lexa having three different drag personas so that they can take on their own characters and bring funny to the challenge. Funny was something Charity's group was struggling to nail down, leaving them in a tangled mess of tension. It was so, like, you could feel the tension through the screen. I was like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Like, they, it was so uncomfortable. Um, I think just like a lot of personalities, obviously nobody wants to be at the bottom. And so when you have that being at risk, I think that can just cause even more tension. Um, in their check-ins with Rue, the team wasn't able to convey what the what like the actual funny would be, and instead focused on Charity's stumbling block of being in her head. Scarlet's team came to Rue with a much more focused plan, but Rue was confused at their idea of having different draglexa personalities. With both teams, Rue stressed that finding the joy in the present moment is the life hack that they all need to bear in mind in the competition. Team Scarlet was the first to go to set where they met Michelle Visage serving as director of their shoot. It became apparent quite quickly that they didn't have a solid enough plan for filming, so they had to actually really rush through their scenes. Team Crystal was more organized because of Charity's extensive planning, but her taking charge made the other girls feel very overshadowed in front of Michelle. 
Later, while getting ready for their main stage presentation, Scarlett opened up to Kitty about her childhood and the struggles her mom faced raising kids while battling her own health issues. It strained their relationship at the time, but now she is one of Scarlett's biggest supporters. On the main stage this week, Rue and Michelle were joined by Alan Carr and Little Mix member Leanne Pinnock. Prior to seeing their advertisements, the queens walked the runway in the Expenny Henny category of expensive drag. Ella kicked it off in a black gown with crystal tassels down the back. Scarlett came out in an all-white pinstripe suit and fur. Kitty walked in a nude illusion bodysuit with gold coins all over it. Okay, that was choice. Uh, Choriza arrived in a gold cowgirl outfit. Another choice. Crystal wore a crystallized bodysuit. Here we go with another bodysuit, girl. And R River represented her heritage in a traditional Southeast Asian garment. Cherry turned out another spooky look as a corseted evil fairy. And Vanity closed in an another nude illusion crystal bodysuit. These bitches love a bodysuit, and Charity, girl, you need to get yourself a new gig, because this is not it. Like, okay, you can be the kooky, the campy, the spooky, the whatever queen, Crystal, the look queen. You guys have got to mix this shit up if you want to be the Drag Race winner. Like, I get so frustrated when a girl just stays in her lane. Like, you are, you need to... This is very, like, Derek Barry. Like, no shade. But, I mean, like, when you are good at something, I understand it's like, easy to fall back on that. But you definitely have to push yourself. And I think, in my opinion, need to go, like, above and beyond of what you know. And um, I think, like, the queens that have won in the past, a lot of them either come on as a campy queen or a look queen, and then they develop those other traits that people are like, wow, I didn't know that you had that in you. And so far, I'm not getting that from any of these queens. I'm like, let's just recast this season. Like, this just isn't giving it for me. Like, we are, here we are, episode five, and I'm like, what, what's happening? Like, like, oh my god. I, I don't know. I, that's just my opinion, but there we go. Uh, let's move on to the actual Maxi Challenge for the week. We saw Team Scarlet's Draglexa ad first. In the ad, Scarlet narrated as Kitty, Teresa, and Ella switched off as different modes of Draglexa. Motivational, Shady, and Night. That was confusing. <laughs> when it finished, the judges' faces said everything we needed to know. Not a single smirk or chuckle just shady glances denoting their boredom i was like same girl same this was horrible team crystal's interpretation of the challenge was much more clear in their scenes the draglexa didn't become a person but instead interacted with them more as a device might while still helping them solve problems with their drag once again the judges did not laugh though i Thought that this was the absolute worst maxi challenge in RuPaul Drag Race franchise history. There's always like an advertisement or like an interview, like type of um, gig or like challenge, you know? There's always a challenge like this in every season. And like in the US alone, we're going on 14 seasons, right? In January. 
And these girls, I know that it's only season three of RuPaul's Drag Race in the UK, but girl, this has been going on for years. Uh, and you know that these challenges are going to eventually could maybe happen. And this definitely was one of the absolute fucking worst. Like, it was the worst advertisements. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I am glad I am not the... I am glad I am aligned with the judges on this one, girl. Because sometimes I, I, the judges say things that I'm like, what the fuck universe are y'all in? What the fuck universe am I in? Who in the wrong, Who's in the wrong here? Because I know it ain't me, girl. And let me just say, they, everyone just isn't giving what needs to be given. I've said it since episode one. Here we are, episode five. And I am still not satisfied with these queens. So, ahead of the critiques, Rue advised the girls to brace themselves because she was clearly unhappy. She explained that both advertisements were not cohesive and did not have any originality. She said that they were all playing it safe and that no one was deserving of winning the challenge this week. Instead, they each heard critiques to determine which two would lip-sync for their life. Ella was given some credit from Alan for trying hard to inject humor into their story, and Leanne said that she looked stunning on the runway. Scarlett took heat from Michelle for building a predictable role as a narrator and for not pushing her runway presentation far enough. Michelle said that Kitty took direction well, and they all agreed she's never looked better on the runway. With Teresa, Michelle said there was a real missed opportunity for her not using her accent to full effect as the Draglexa voice, and then none of the panel thought her look was expensive enough for the runway. The judges commended Crystal for letting go of her typical persona, but think she could have went further. Alan was disappointed that River wasn't given more time in the infomercial because she really worked. And then Leanne called her runway look her favorite part of the night. Michelle gave Charity credit for organizing the team and leading them through the shoot. But then she went and pushed back on Charity for always looking expensive, yet always distracting from beauty with spooky makeup. And then with Vanity, the judges still think that she's holding back in the challenges and isn't putting her person personality out front. And I agree with all of those. Um... I think that the critiques weren't, at least what we saw, were not as harsh as, like, Rue made it seem it was going to be. Um, I thought they, the challenges, the challenge was, like, a fail. I think that they should have all lip-synced. Like, I agree that there should not be a winner of this challenge. Um, I would have been like, okay, all y'all bitches sucked. Y'all are about to all lip-sync for me, and I'll see maybe half y'all are going to go home. Like, that's, period, period, point blank. Like, y'all are boring me. And this is not what I signed up for. And so, um, yeah, it, it was bad. Um, this week, Rue wanted to know from the queens themselves who they think is deserving of going home. Here on the Shady Boots podcast, this is our favorite question. When we get to this question in every season, I, I'm like drooling. I'm like, yes, give it to me. So, Ella starts off, and she said that Charity, because of her mood, Scarlett also said Charity because of her negativity, Kitty said Vanity because of the track record and poor looks, Choriza said Scarlett because she didn't recover this week after slipping up last week, Crystal Versace went on and said that Scarlett as well because for not fighting hard enough that she just felt like she just didn't have that oomph in her. 
River joined on the Scarlet train for similar reasons. Charity said Scarlet because of her looks not being tasteful. And then Vanity said Scarlet because of the excuses that she gives. Backstage, Scarlet refused to talk to the other girls about her feelings, clearly upset that so many of them said she should go home. Ella told Charity she chose her as a way of encouraging her to try harder, but Charity kindly said that that isn't the way to give someone support. Shade, bitch. And if I was Scarlet, I'd be the same way. I'd be like, I have no reason to talk to any of you hoes. Like, y'all said what y'all said. Like, like if you said what you said, mean what you said. Okay? Like, don't be saying that in front of the judges and then coming back here being like, girl, are you okay? No, don't girl me. We're not friends. Okay? We're not bestianas. Okay? Girl, no. I, Scarlet, you, you go, girl. Like, you tell them, like, bitch, we are not fucking friends right now. Like, we can be friends after the show. We can kiki, ha ha, he he after the show. But right now, girl, you're my competition. You're my enemy. I hate all you hoes. That's the way I'd be because I'm petty. Um, but anyways, let's go on with the rest of what happened backstage. Um, eventually, Scarlett gave the girls a piece of her mind. But they all doubled down on their comments that she makes too many excuses, is negative, and talks over everyone else. Scarlett got so upset that she had to get up and walk away, but when she returned, she explained that she isn't acting defeated, she's just upset that all of them don't think she's deserving as they are. Despite their best attempt to assure her that it isn't personal and they're all still friends, Scarlett continued to sulk. Again, I'll reiterate quickly what I said Say what you say in front of the judges, bitch, and keep that same energy when we come to the back. I know you guys are doubling down. I know you guys stick by your word, but don't be trying to act like you're my fucking buddy, buddy, girl. Like, y'all are y'all are obviously coming for blood. Okay. Okay, girl, I see you. I'm going to come for blood, too. And that was me. As if, if I was Scarlet, I would be thinking that. I would be like, okay, y'all feel that way. That's fine. But let me tell you how I feel. I feel like I'm about to... Uh, not, like, whoop y'all's asses physically, like, violently, but, like, whoop y'all's asses on the next challenge. Like, that's it. We're period. I'm not gonna even talk. We're not friends. Okay? Ooh, girl got me heated. Even though I love that question, y'all. Like I said, on the Shady Boots podcast, we love a good who deserves to go home. Because I'm like, mm, let me get my tea warmed up because it's about to be on. And then I love it when, it, like, I, ooh, girl, I just love it. It's Shady. It's Shady Boots. Ooh. So after some deliberation with the fellow judges, Rue announced the safe queens as a reminder to step their pussies up. These safe queens were Ella, Kitty, Teresa, Crystal, and River, which meant that the bottom three queens were Scarlet, Charity, and Vanity. Of the three, Rue gave Vanity safety. <laughs> okay, I say that with hesitation because I'm like, Vanity, really? <sighs> Girl... Which meant that we were set for a rematch lip sync between Charity and Scarlet. And this time, at least one of them would be going home. Two under chances say they performed to Shirley Bassey's Big Spender. And this week, both of their costumes lended well to the performance choices. Charity took on the persona of the evil fairy, uh, fairy like, and she hopped around on stage mischievously. I was like, girl, you are fucking... You look like a prop in a fucking horror movie. Like, girl, this is not... You have good special effects, girl. I love it, but this is not the drag race that I I enjoy. Um, while Scarlet played up a more standard Broadway aesthetic, they both, you know, did their thing in their own ways and to their own right. You know, the judges were gagged. But Rue did decide 
that My Girl Scarlet was the winner of this lip sync, giving Charity the word sachet away. I was like, yes, ma'am. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We'll see you at the reunion, honey. Um, okay. So that was definitely an interesting episode. I got all fucking heated, girl. I'm worked up. So I am going to have a sip of this tea. You need to go and take a sip. We are going to take a quick, and I mean like a super quick 10-second break. And we're going to go into the next episode. And we're going to break down the... Snatch game, girl. Not only the Snatch game, but the reading is what? Fundamental mini challenge. Catch you on the flip side. Category is, category is, the gift of giving. Category is, catwalk realness, ladies and gentlemen. All right, queens. Hope you are back and ready for this next part to the Shady Boots podcast. On this part, we will be recapping episode 6 of RuPaul's Drag Race UK Series 3. This episode is one of the most anticipated episodes of every RuPaul Drag Race franchise. I don't care who you are, what you say, I said what I said. Everyone is looking forward to this. It is the infamous Snatch Game. So... On this week's episode, we are following up after Charity's elimination, and River Medway got right to the point as the girls sat down to decompress. River asked straight away whether or not anyone thought Charity won the lip sync. Shady bitch. Uh, Most of the girls said that Scarlet was deserving of the win and that they saw her fight for it, but River said it was really a tough call. Scarlet explained that after hearing all the girls say her name, she had a drive to take to the stage and fight for her life. Eleva Day tried to explain that no one was attacking her and that it wasn't personal, but Scarlet was not buying what Miss Ella was saying and saying. I'd be like, bitch, shut the fuck up. I just, I sent that bitch home, okay? I Y'all said what y'all said, okay, y'all, we can keep, like I said in part one, we can kiki ha ha he he after the season or series is over, um, not now, okay, especially not after you all you bitches just called me out on stage, we're not playing that game, um, anyways, uh, when Katie Scott Claus asked if any of the other girls felt like they might have to lip sync, Theresa May admitted that she thought her comedy may not have come across in the challenge, and that she might have to go home. That opened up the floodgates when Vanity Milan asked Teresa if she thinks her comedy will take her through the entire competition. Teresa asked Vanity if she thinks she can learn something from her comedy. Scarlet pointing out that Vanity shaded her comedy, and Vanity coming back at Scarlet for being a one-trick pony herself. Keep the shade going, girl. This is just like, literally, this was... (laughs) I love that episode where RuPaul drag, like when RuPaul's Drag Race, when Ru asks the girls who should go home, and then because like all this happens, like this is like when alliances break up. This is when like the claws come out. This is when the bitches are like, you know what? F y'all. I'm about to win this shit. I love it. So the next morning, the tension had not broke, and Scarlet was still heated over the personal comments, like River saying that she speaks over people. This time, Christopher Sachi stepped in to defend River and to try to get Scarlet to calm down. But before that could happen, Rue popped in to present the next challenges. First up, Rue opened up the library for the reading as what? 
fundamental mini challenge. Unsurprisingly, Scarlett's knives were sharpened for the chance to dig back at the other girls. She went in on each of them, telling Teresa she has no fashion sense, that Vanity cannot do makeup, River makes no impression, and Ella has no personality. That didn't win Scarlett the challenge, though. Instead, Ru picked Teresa as the winner of the Reading is Fundamental mini-challenge. For the maxi-challenge, Rue dropped another class on them with news that it's time for the celebrity impression game, Snatch Game. As always, each of the girls came to the show prepared to take on the role of one of their favorite people or characters. Vanity prepared Gladys Kingston, a character from uh, the sketch comedy series Little Miss Jocelyn by Jocelyn G. Essine. Crystal also chose a favorite character of hers. Later, during a check-in with the Queens, Charisa told Rue she'd been taking on Cuban singer Margarita but Rue encouraged her to, to do her own take on a more well-known performer by asking her to do a Spanish version of Cher as an example. Rue said something similar to Ella, who was choosing to do fortune teller Mystic Meg, who is not really known around the world, and pushed her toward her second choice, Nigella Lawson. When Scarlett was telling Rue her plan to be Danny Dyer, Rue mentioned that she looks like Tilda Swinton, and Scarlett said that she does hear that a lot, or Macaulay Culkin, at which point Rue begged Scarlett to do an impersonation of him. Scarlett's quick impersonation of Macaulay in Home Alone gave Rue the biggest cackle, and so there, on the spot, Scarlett's decision was made. Rue wanted to know from Kitty why she was doing Ella, I'm sorry, while she was doing Celia Black instead of Gemma Collins, so Kitty explained that she's pissed her friend Cheryl Hull had already did her on season one. Contestants for Snatch Game this season were pop star Nadine Quayle and comedian Judy Love. On stage, we learned that Kitty did switch to Gemma. Crystal went with Selena Mosasinki from Charity Chop Sue. Teresa stuck with Margarita. Scarlett took the advice to do Makoki. Vanity did Jocelyn. River chose Amy's Child from The Only Way is Essex. And Ella swapped to Nagila. In the first round, both Ella and Scarlett got big laughs from Rue, while Kitty and River butt heads over the best Essex slang to use. River continued to flop into the second and third round, but so did Crystal and Teresa. By the end, the clear standouts were Ella, Kitty, and Scarlett. Later, while preparing for the one runway presentation, the girls swapped coming out stories and the different ways that their parents reacted. Kitty explained that her mom was always open and accepting, and Teresa described coming out to her parents early on, but it not being a problem for her father until later in her teen years. They had a tough stretch of time about Teresa's sexuality, but now he is loving and accepting of her and her career. Crystal, River, and Scarlet also shared how not seeing eye to eye with the people in their own lives and having to hide their queerness from people made them each who they are today and how drag has changed their lives. On the main stage this week, Rue was joined by Michelle Visage, Graham Norton, and guest judge Lulu to assess the Snatch Game performances and see queens walk in a feeling fruity runway. Teresa opened in a Carmen Miranda-inspired look. 
Crystal came next in a spacey dragon fruit costume. Scarlet came out in all lime, but Graham smartly made a joke that it looked like lettuce shade. Uh, River wore a conceptual fruit bowl look she made herself. Ella had a watermelon on her dress, and Vanity pre presented a simple slip dress with a fruit bowl on her head, while Skitty closed as cherries on the vine. Girl, we had lettuce. We had a boring dress with just a fruit bowl in your head. We had... What the hell's happening here? Again. Here we are, episode 6, and I'm like, y'all are not giving me anything, but... Let's move on to the judges' critiques. During the judges' critiques, Teresa was praised for her runway look, but was taken to task by Graham and Rue for being too obvious as Margarita. Michelle thought Crystal pushed herself as Charity Chop Sue, but Graham thought it was a tough choice for character because it's someone else's joke she was making. The judges all loved Scarlett and McCalkey, but Michelle didn't think her runway was aligned enough. River took a huge hit for letting the judges down for a lack of improv skills and her crafty runway presentation. Michelle and Graham both loved Ella as Nagila and called her runway look gorgeous and campy. Vanity also took a hit for playing someone else's character, but Lulu said that she actually loved it. Kitty was praised as Gemma for being so accurate and for an interesting runway garment. So when I hear the word interesting runway garment, I'm like, is that shade or like, what is it? Like, like, you know, here in the South, in the U.S., we say like, oh, bust your heart. That's not like, we don't, we're not saying bust your heart. We're like, bitch, go to hell. That's what that means. So I'm like, interesting runway garment. Like, is that bust your heart? Like, someone let me know. Like, I, um, I need to know. I don't know. Backstage, Kitty and Ella were high off their received praise, leaving everyone to question which of them would be declared the winner. Teresa was emotional for getting safe critiques because she thought she looked her very best on this runway. River knew she was in danger, but so did Crystal. Hoping to clear the bad blood between them, River and Scarlet both acknowledged each other's point of view in the critiques from last week and agreed to leave it in the past. Oh, that's such an adult thing to do. I'm petty. I don't know that I'd over it that quickly. Um, after some deliberation, Rue and the judges decided that Ella outperformed the other queens to be named this week's winner. Both Scarlet and Kitty were safe as the other as the others in the top, and Vanity and Crystal were the two queens in the middle to be safe. That left Teresa and River as the bottom two this week. In their lip sync to Lulu's shout, both queens delivered spirited, movement-heavy performances but with their own sort of very much messiness. Neither gave engaging rendition of the song, neither of them impressed through, and so she asked them both to sashay away. Yes, fucking man. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I was like, thank you, because we need to end this now. Okay? Like, we need to just, like, let's get to the point. The point is, Shariza and River... I shouldn't be here. Vanity shouldn't be here. Like, a lot of them shouldn't be here. So, like, I'm glad that we're getting there. Uh, episode 6. Like, thank you. Um, so, they sashed away, and that left the group with only five queens near... And here we are, you know? Like, five queens. And it's near the end of the competition. And so... I, I'm going to be interested to see um, on next week's uh, 
recap of seven and eight, uh, episode seven and eight. Um, episode seven is the Miss Fugly pageant. So I uh, will be discussing that first. And then episode eight will be, again, kind of like today where I split up the two episodes into one podcast for you guys. Um, America's Drag Race or RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, I guess America, I don't know, season 14 was just announced. And so I'll be having a special episode of that soon. Um, just talking about the girls' premiere looks and uh, some interesting choices that have been made for season 14 of RuPaul's Drag Race. So until then, if you like to be my shady co-host on Shady Boots Podcast, please send me a direct message. I would love to have a shady co-host. Uh, if you don't want to do anything permanently, I'm also accepting guest co-hosts. So again, just send me a, a direct message. Until then, guys, please make sure you follow us on all of social media. And you have a shady, fantastic, wonderful week. Thank you for listening. Category is... Get to the runway. Runway. Run, 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 runway.